Hi there, this is Omar Crook, host of Living with a Genius. I want to personally thank you for your financial support. Your donation helps keep this show chugging right along, and I truly couldn't do it without you. As always, thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time. Here's Living with a Genius for May 26, 2020. One of the preeminent and pioneering documentary photographers of the 20th century, Dorothea Lang, was born on this day in 1895 in Hoboken, New Jersey. Her father, Heinrich Nutzhorn, was a lawyer and her mother, Joanna, stayed at home to raise Dorothea and her brother, Martin. When she was seven, Dorothea contracted polio, which left her right leg and foot noticeably weakened. Later, however, she'd feel almost appreciative of the effects the illness had on her life. It was the most important thing that happened to me, she said, and formed me, guided me, instructed me, helped me, and humiliated me. Just before Dorothea reached her teen years, her parents divorced, and she grew to blame the separation on her father and eventually dropped his surname and took her mother's maiden name, Lang, as her own. Art and literature were both big parts of Lang's upbringing. Her parents were both strong advocates for her education and exposure to creative works filled her childhood. Following high school, she attended the New York Training School for Teachers in 1913. Lang, who'd never shown much interest in academics, decided to pursue photography as a profession after a stint working in a New York City photo studio. She went on to study photography at Columbia University, and then, over the next several years, cut her teeth as an apprentice, working for several different photographers, including Arnold Genth, a leading portrait photographer. In 1917, she also studied with Clarence Hudson White at his prestigious school of photography. By 1918, Lang was living in San Francisco and soon running a successful portrait studio. With her husband, muralist Maynard Dixon, she had two sons and settled into the comfortable middle-class life she'd known as a child. Lang's first real taste of documentary photography came in the 1920s when she traveled around the Southwest with Dixon, mostly photographing Native Americans. With the onslaught of the Great Depression in the 1930s, she trained her camera on what she started to see in her own San Francisco neighborhoods, labor strikes and bread lines. In the early 1930s, Lang, mired in an unhappy marriage, met Paul Taylor, a university professor and labor economist. Their attraction was immediate, and by 1935, both had left their respective spouses to be with each other. Over the next five years, the couple traveled extensively together, documenting the rural hardship they encountered for the Farm Security Administration, established by the U.S. Agriculture Department. Taylor wrote reports and Lang photographed the people they met. This body of work included Lang's most well-known portrait, Migrant Mother, an iconic image from this period that gently and beautifully captured the hardship and pain of what so many Americans were experiencing. The work now hangs in the Library of Congress. As Taylor would later note, Lang's access to the inner lives of these struggling Americans was a result of patience and careful consideration of the people she photographed. Her method of work, Taylor later said, was often to just saunter up to the people and look around, and then, when she saw something that she wanted to photograph, to quietly take her camera, look at it, and if she saw they objected, why, 
she would close it up and not take a photograph, or perhaps she would wait until they were used to her. In 1940, Lang became the first woman awarded a Guggenheim Fellowship. Following America's entrance into World War II, Lang was hired by the Office of War Information to photograph the internment of Japanese Americans. In 1945, she was employed once again by the OWI, this time to document the San Francisco Conference that created the United Nations. While she battled increasing health problems over the last two decades of her life, Lang stayed active. She co-founded Aperture, a small publishing house that produces a periodical and high-end photography books. She took on assignments for Life magazine, traveling through Utah, Ireland, and Death Valley. She also accompanied her husband on his work-related assignments in Pakistan, Korea, and Vietnam, among other places, documenting what she saw along the way. While Lang sometimes grew frustrated that her work didn't always provoke society to correct the injustices she documented, her photography has endured and greatly influenced generations of documentary photographers. Lang passed away from esophageal cancer in October of 1965. She was 70 years old. Sidney Bechet's Si Tu Vois Ma Mère was arranged and performed by Dan Newton and his Café Accordion Orchestra. Head over to CaféAccordion.com to hear more of his great music. And when you do, tell him hello for me. Thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time.